This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Kevin. And Spider-Man. Yes, and Spider-Man through the power of the internet. We are here giving you uh, gaming news like we do every single week. A little new setup here. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, and uh, kind of bear with us uh, through that and the visual purposes. I think audio should be good, so our podcast listeners will be happy. But uh, you don't want to hear us talk about setups. You want to hear us talk about gaming, right? Specifically backwards compatible gaming. Yeah. So pretty much... Okay, so Brutal Legend, if I'm not mistaken, that's the that's the Jack Black one that's like notoriously bad, right? It's not bad. Okay. All right. Well, I hadn't actually played it. It's it's just one of those that that like you hear in in conversations about like, well, you know, they they were trying something new, and and it didn't it didn't quite pan out. So I haven't I haven't actually. So you've actually played that one? Oh yeah, they were definitely trying something new. I'm a big fan of uh, of Jack Black uh, and uh, and metal and like classic rock, and that's kind of what this is kind of a an homage to. Um, they well, what, the game what genre is the actual gameplay though? That's the weird part because it starts off. It's kind of like it's kind of like action, um, not really RPG, kind of like an action hack and slash game. And then at one point you get a tower defense. Uh, type of like about uh, a couple hours into the game, you get a tower defense uh, level of the game. So you you can set up your things to defend. You set up your troops, and you can also yeah. be on the ground to help them. Um, so it's both of those things at the same time. Okay, I can be it's, down for that. Yeah, it's and then it's the other not, thing, mm-hmm. and then the other one is Greg Hastings Paintball Two, which yeah. I don't play paintball. I don't know who Greg Hastings is. They could put like anything that sounds like a name in front of that, and I'd be like, "Oh, sure, that's that's a famous paintballer, I'm sure." Uh, I didn't know that this was needed. I didn't know this was a thing that anyone wanted. Um, it, the first thing that I saw when I read this was Dwight, Dwight Schrute would just love this game, and uh, <laughs> it's. I don't see. I mean, I guess if you want to, if you're a big paintball enthusiast mm-hmm. and you want to play a game, sure. I think this is totally up your alley. But at the same time, paintball is supposed to simulate uh, warfare. It's that's right. the whole point of it. So if you want to simulate, this is a simulation of a simulation. Right. Okay. But here's here's another angle on that. Mm-hmm. As a parent, okay. I don't allow the kids to watch like person-on-person violence. Person-on-person paintball, though, this could be like something that like, you know, people people whose parents are paying attention, but but they're not. Like they're they're not allowed to play those, but they want to like practice shooting and see if they can have fun with a shooting game. Sure. Like it's a niche audience, but maybe. Yeah, I, I could see that, but it is it is a very niche audience. Um, I mean, I, I felt the same way that I do when I see a FIFA game. That it, I know it's not for me, but someone out there wants to play this. But with FIFA, I know that's a huge population yeah. of the globe and a small population of the United States. But at least I know that people do it. Paintball, I, I would imagine those people would want to play Call of Duty, which is probably why we've never heard of this game. Yeah. That's that's my opinion. Yeah. So we, we did actually get a good 
chunk of news stuff, though. Uh, we're going to talk about the PlayStation. We're, we're going to do the PlayStation Classic as a separate yeah, thing. Yeah, let's talk um, about you'll, that. You'll later, hear it on the podcast a, at the end. Yeah, there's a lot um, we could talk about there. But we did get some. The Sega Classics is coming to Nintendo yeah. Switch, which is really cool because if you are you know anywhere near our age or if you're a fan of video game history, this was like the heat of the console wars. We're talking about the Sega Master System and the Sega Genesis. Being able to play these on a Nintendo is really cool. This is yeah. to me. This is bigger than when Sonic the Hedgehog popped up on uh, when Sonic the Hedgehog popped up on the Nintendo Switch. Everyone was freaking out. Uh, I think this is bigger than than those. I mean, there are games that I don't think any of us would imagine uh, are actually coming out uh, to the Nintendo Switch that are old school classic Sega games. Some that's pretty is, cool. Is this the same collection? There's a collection that came out this week that was that had like a bunch of beat 'em ups and it had the Captain Commando with like the little baby in the mech. And like Mac the Knife, do you know that one? Uh, I I know what you're talking about, but I don't know if it's the same collection. Okay, uh, if it, if it's not, I'll put it down in the show notes, and we'll we'll yeah. figure it out from there. But um, this 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 weekend, like if you're if you're watching this live, um, so you didn't get to do the the Dark Souls network test, right? I actually did. Did you? I actually did. I popped in and played some Dark Souls for a little bit. Okay. And were you, uh, were you doing uh, on the on the TV or handheld? A handheld. Okay. Handheld, it was okay. No, um, I was going to say that no one joined me, but more accurately was it would it would give me an error every single time I tried to pair up with anyone. And I did you, mm-hmm. but did you try to get someone? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, because that happened like immediately. Immediately, it was awesome. Yeah. So I spent I spent about half of my time doing that. Um, also, it looks way better once it goes up to the TV. Like I know that there are some games that do like like change the resolution and like yeah. beef up the graphics and stuff. Um, on TV, it looks comparable to the PS4 version. Yeah, so. I think I think they're trying as much as they can. They're trying to get this game to run as smoothly as possible. And in yeah. handheld mode, in handheld mode, um, you it, it could be beefier. It could be mm-hmm. yes. But anytime you do something like that, you're increasing battery you're increasing power consumption you could really try to juice those chips but at the same time uh your your battery's gonna run out quicker um and there's there's also the the trade-off of like if you if you push it to the max you need to make sure that you that it runs smoothly more important than it looks pretty so make it as pretty as you can with making sure it runs smoothly yeah i completely agree which is why what what i meant on that um i did um I mean, I couldn't get anyone to, to join with me. I did like that I got to play uh, select a black knight and just just destroy everything. Um, yeah. The we started in the undead uh, undead parish, uh, right? Yeah. So you start in the undead parish, and I mean, I massacred the. Uh, it, t- it was a three hit kill to the boar. Nice. It's just three hits, and that's three regular hits, not even the power. Uh, strikes, yeah. Uh, same thing with I think it was. Four. Were you not? Were you? Are, are you not backstabbing it? No, didn't have to. That's how you kill it. Yeah, I know. Like, that's how I can you do kill it. it. I can do it. I can do it in two hits with the with the sunlight, dude. Sunlight, yeah. bro. Yeah, but what I'm saying are is like you don't even have to if you're a black knight if you have that equipment. Holy crap! You're that powerful. You don't have to backstab. You can hit it, kill it in three. That is insane. Yeah. Um, I mean, it took I, probably the same amount of time as a backstab with less skill. Let's put it that way. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the other thing that that 
is the button configuration is different and it wouldn't yeah. let you change the buttons and so like i was canceling out of menus and accidentally dodging and stuff so basically i just i just ran around with uh with the the sunbro helmet yeah well the biggest i need to be able to dodge anyway this that's the, well, the the network test is going well and that's coming out next month and, and we'll definitely be playing it that the network test showed that they're not ready we'll put it that way um because no, I should that's not what that means. Yes, it did. Because if you go on PlayStation Four and you try to summon someone mm -hmm. who is already being summoned, it'll say summon failed. Did you not get that message? No, I got error. Connection to network is not is not a uh, blah blah blah. Okay, so they changed the wording. Oh boy, no no no! Like <laughs> if I get an error like that, I'm like you have server issues. You have big time server issues as opposed to. Failed the summon. Failed the summon. You what it means on PlayStation Four and uh, and a PC? That means someone else got someone else summoned that person, and then the yeah, summon sign goes away happening. within a few seconds. Yeah, I think I think they need to beef up the servers and make it faster. Because I was able to summon people if I waited for like because the the summon signs like kind of cycle. Yeah. So like every little bit that like some of them will disappear, some of them will reappear. If you if you jump on them right when they appear, that was how I was able to summon people. Okay, so, so it I is, didn't it, see it is the same here. Well, yeah, it's, hold on, it's, I did. I didn't catch them quick enough, I guess. But it's the same. It's the same issue. But like, it's it. it I think it's a, it's a good example of the tests. Because, like I said, when I was getting summoned, that happened like right away, and so I feel like that they were that they were working. Yeah, which probably. is great. Which is great, and good on you. As far for, as we can tell. Yeah, good on you for for offering to be summoned to help even though you're just as little help as everybody else because we're all starting out from square one. And I mean that because we start with these blank characters. We start with these uh, characters that usually when I summon someone in Dark Souls, they're usually higher level. I'll have you know I was extremely helpful because <laughs> I got summoned by a witch who okay. just kept going tink. Okay, yeah. You tink. So clearly she, she or he, like the, the, the character is a girl, but like they had no idea what they were doing. They're like, I'm, I guess I'm out of spells. So I'll just wave this at them. And I got them all the way up to Andre. So okay, that's, I that's felt really, pretty good about that. No, that's actually, that's actually really good. I feel really good about Red Dead Redemption, which I already was feeling really good about. But uh, the, the story, thankfully, I haven't read into as much they haven't like spoiled too much in my opinion um i mean also if as soon as it starts talking about characters i've been kind of glazing over it because i don't want to be spoiled when it comes to the gameplay yeah, when it comes to that but the gameplay um the, the big thing that everybody is focusing in on here is um is the cold weather's effect on the horses that's what everyone is, was kind of honing yeah. in on uh, but there's so much more that that's going on um, uh, in regards to uh, bodies that like uh, bodies stay there if I'm not mistaken and they can like mm -hmm. weather affects them uh, weather affects your clothing water affects your clothing uh, there's there's so much in the game that makes it a real living world uh, yeah. that I'm really happy about well okay so so I didn't I didn't play the original but um... I'm interested in it, and and those those kind of effects and like mm -hmm. uh, the ability to do a bunch of different stuff in it, like uh, interact with the people at the camp, things like that. Those those look like a lot of fun. And yeah. um, also, I I'm gonna need to lean into that. Uh, what what do they call the focus? The dead max eye, paint thing. Dead eye. Yeah. yeah, the dead eye mode. Yeah. yeah. 
um, I'm gonna have to lean in on that because I am not good at shooting stuff. But like, like when you when you shoot the horse, they go down, and like you can sh- shoot people's hats off and go take the hats. You can wear like animals as a hat and. <laughs> like there's there's gonna be some absolutely ridiculous things and so the first thing that I'm gonna do as a cowboy is be as absolutely ridiculous as possible I'm gonna have a mullet and the biggest beard I can have with like a bear head on or something do you get to that, make your character hard. do you get to make your character uh well no but like the the facial hair grows in real time and then whatever hair you have you can go to a barber and get it like trimmed but you have yes. to actually grow it so it's not the San Andreas I want an afro. Poof, here's hair. Poof, you, you have one even though you were just bald just a second right, ago. Right, and so I really so. wish it worked that way in the real world. <laughs> no, but uh, no, I, I'm, I'm glad about that. Also, the online portion I need to look into more because I'm assuming there you can really customize your character uh, mm-hmm. because we don't want a bunch of, uh, I don't remember the guy's name in the new one, but in the first one was John Marston. You don't want a bunch yeah. of John Marstons running around because it doesn't make Arthur, you unique. Right. I can't remember honestly, but I think uh, it's Arthur. I think it's Arthur, and then Dutch is the leader of the gang. Okay, yeah, who's from the first one? Uh, but yeah, but the yeah, obviously with online, it's got to be more unique. But it is going to be funny to be able to grow out your facial hair, to be able to get a to, to get a haircut. Um, that'll be really interesting. Um, also, I'm wondering if you get a specific haircut, and then it mm-hmm. grows out. Does it grow out? Um, I'm wondering how that looks as it grows out and looks like yeah. weird. Because like, let, let's say like you're talking about you get your mullet, mm-hmm. and then you grow it out. Is it gonna start like looking really weird and like the, the big reason that yeah. I say the big reason that I say that is like in real life, obviously that's gonna be really weird and funky. And in games, um, the biggest one that I can think of where you have very customizable stuff when it comes to, to hairstyles, you mentioned San Andreas, but also the WWE games where you can say, I want this type of hair and I want this length and I want this color. Yeah. But because you're choosing to do it, there's always these funky clipping things where the hair all of a sudden starts going through your cheek and yeah. and through your shoulders. So I really hope that doesn't happen. Well, according to according to what, I mean, we, we didn't get to play it, obviously. Yeah thanks to take two but um but basically from what i've been able to garner um the the hair is just going to keep growing from wherever you wherever you set it and so yeah there's there's going to be a mullet and then there's going to be a clearly post mullet look and then you have to get the the hairstyle uh redone that's gonna so, be interesting this is gonna be very I, interesting i think it's gonna be fun and i also like the the like the camp stuff yes like you you've got kind of the 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 interactions going on there. Mm-hmm. I think I think that'll be a lot of fun, and uh, it yeah, seems so great I, Mass Effect to me. Like the camps, like because it's talking about specific people that are in your camp and different relationships that you build with them. And mm-hmm. if that's anything like Mass Effect, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I'm looking forward to the game, anyways. But the the other thing that we found out a little bit more about uh, this week was um, there's there's like an honor system, like you're an honorable outlaw or whatever, and so that's that's gonna kind of so like um when you do like an execution or like a super cool kill or whatever if you if you are the if you are like on the on the uh paragon side Mm -hmm. um then it's going to show you like being all cool and 
And if you're on the, the renegade side, then it's going to show like the brutality of how you're killing these people. Yeah. So I think I think that the honor system would be fun. Uh, kind of like, and that to me reminds me more of like Fable. Yes. Is, is what that seems like to me. Is like is like the the townsfolk will react to you mm-hmm. based on like your reputation. And yeah. I like that. I like that I think, a lot. I really I really like that, but. I don't like one of the things that, um, in regards to the honor system, I'm going to get this slightly wrong, and I apologize because I was reading reading into it a little bit. But they were talking about um, if before you kill someone, if you like if you mouth off to them or you make fun of them or like you have some one liners or whatever, and then you kill them, that's dishonorable. Right, because you you're, you're escalating the situation. But but I can think of so many characters, very Captain Jack, or you know, very like. You know, he's a it's a hero, but also like maybe maybe you just want wanted to you want a little comedic beat in there, right? So I guess, so you're you're objecting to their treatment of scoundrels? Yeah, I mean, Han Solo may quip and then shoot someone, and yeah, he's a good I mean, guy. X Spider Man does like quips before he webs people up, and he's yeah. he's he's the the most guilty of good guys. Because he, he always feels guilty. I uh, I recently went through a video, and I won't, I won't talk about this too much on here because we could go on a, a rant about this, but I, I found a video. It was like the top five, I think, uh, darkest Spider-Man stories. Okay. And it was talk- specifically saying, like, look how much darker Spider-Man is than other than all these other... You, we think of him as being this ultimate paragon of, of, of truth and 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 uh, and and generosity and everything. And uh, they were talking about um, situations like, and I knew about this. He like ripped off Craven's daughter's face, like all kinds of like just like what the heck kind of situ like yeah. All right. And uh, and well, I don't think this was his fault, but I mean Craven did commit suicide based on their interactions, but. Um, Craven's just—I don't think Craven. He's—he's nuts. So I can't blame Spider-Man for that, Uh, and I can't blame Sony for stupid things on PlayStation now because apparently they finally learned people want to download the game. And and this is—I mean, this is what we're always talking about: how how um, this this needs to be improving, and how competition breeds better industry because. Um, Microsoft came out with Game Pass, and we, we've been we've been talking like, I mean, PlayStation Now was was around pretty soon after we like started this show three years yeah. ago. Yep, and, and we're like, okay, cool, but let us download it, and and because and this is clearly a response to Games Pass, and so they're going to let you download, and this is going to open it up for a lot of new people because like um, Alex was looking at the at the uh, Xbox thing, and I think he's going to end up getting that just because of the. Being able oh, the, to pay per month. Yeah, the the price model in that being able to pay per month and get a decent console as opposed to, I mean, what is it twenty? Is it twenty five for an S? I think twenty twenty two and thirty four. That's just that's great. I mean, an X X is amazing. X is wonderful. I I mean, if you have a if you have a four K TV, highly recommend it. If you want to get a four K TV at one point, I completely it, it is the thing. If you're not in four K, I don't I don't think it's. And there are some things I can go into anti aliasing a lot of other other aspects to how the X is still good even though you don't have four K. But yeah. for twenty two dollars, 
A month? Yeah, and you own it afterwards. You own yeah. it afterwards. That's what other people didn't understand. We're talking about PlayStation now. Yeah. And uh, so I, okay, so like they, they announced like new games. They're like, hey, these games are now on PlayStation now. I'm sure they phrase it differently to avoid using now twice. But these games coming to PlayStation now. And there's a really good collection on there. Like there's a lot of the exclusives, uh, several series, like the, the entirety of uh of bioshock and like red dead redemption and like this this is their backwards compatible library basically um yeah. so and 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 they also had that they, they had bloodborne and dark souls 2. they don't have demon souls on yet they have to get demon souls on there because if they do that i will start paying 20 bucks a month to get demon souls on my playstation 4. i wonder if that's a licensing uh issue in in some way i I think that's likely because uh, Bandai Namco published all of the games except for Demon's Souls, which was published in the U.S. by Atlas. Ah, so it's probably like probably one of those situations. Atlas is, Atlas is usually really good about bringing stuff uh, stateside, so I, I don't know. But it's 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 one of those things where like it's owned by like three companies, kind of like we were talking about last week with uh, Kingdoms of Amalur and EA owning the rights to the publishing of the first game, but only if yeah. But anyway. Great, great selection of games, and and it's it is kind of an answer. Being able to download it allows it to be their answer to Microsoft's backwards compatibility, which we've been praising for literal years. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And it's, I I am I would like to test it out. I mm -hmm. may I may grab it and test it out for a month and see how it is because um, yeah. I haven't done that with Games Pass yet uh, either. So I may I may test those out later on. I'm still moving in and getting things acquainted so it may be a bit yeah. but yeah i i think i did the seven day trial and i was able to play like uh flow and flower and stuff like that that's kind of general movement but i didn't try anything like twitch based but uh not twitch.tv but like fast movement type yeah. stuff um oh also spec ops the line so if you if you have not played spec ops the line there's now another option to do that because damn it everybody needs to play that game <laughs> nice um, stuff so speaking of games that everyone needs to play, the entire Nintendo library. Did you see that? No. What? Yeah. The entire uh, Nintendo library. What now? So hackers have 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 cracked open the Switch Online service to add ROMs in because it's just reading them as .NES files, and you can just throw them on there. Uh, I like that. I want to do that like so bad because I've been waiting to do that because yeah. Nintendo's not giving me what I want. If Nintendo yeah, gave me what I want, I would buy it and it'd be fine. Nintendo's let us give you money. Yeah. Um, same thing with the uh, the NES and the SNES Classic, which I'm actually looking at. They're sitting right over there. Um, mm -hmm. That I am not able to... I, I have the games. It's like, all right, here's 27 games on here. Uh, can I buy it? Can I buy additional games? No. Yeah. What about on my Switch? No. Can this and there's a lot of games that I want that are never going to come to the virtual console ever. So it's going to happen. Yeah, but okay. So so out of these three, uh huh, one. I got Legend of Zelda. Yep. There's no Legacy of the Wizard. There's no Big Nose the Caveman. I have these games. This is visual proof. I have them, and I want to play those. Those are yeah. those are those are goofy and fun games. And if you own the cartridge, it is 100% legal to have the ROM. Yep. Um, now that's what irritates me because I you know we talked. Well, I think we talked about it briefly, but Nintendo was going after like ROM sites, 
and yeah. that bothers me for multiple reasons. But um, I may have to start looking into this and see because if the Switch, if the Switch allows me to to play game, play NES games, play ROMs as well as my <laughs> recent games, that'd be amazing. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Um, we did get a little bit. Yeah, Super Mario 3, yeah. Uh, we did get some uh, some somber news uh, this yeah, week. I'll, I'll take this one. Nobuo uh, Uematsu is, is like, he, he's he's the Final Fantasy music guy. And, yeah. like, he, he came up with the original Crystal theme, and he composed most of them up until uh, 7. Um, and so, like, he did the entirety of the music for, for 6. He did... I, I was actually corrected when we when we posted about this. Um, I said that he did um, that he did a, a uh, collaboration with uh, Yasunori Mitsuda on the Chrono Trigger soundtrack, but it turns out he only wrote a couple of songs for that. I don't know which songs, but um, uh, apparently Mitsuda like had very nearly completed the soundtrack, and then he got cancer, and so he had he had to step back. But Uematsu is 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 hands down the he he does my favorite video game music. Um, yeah. He he and David Wise, uh, and and like and so so he has he has some health issues. He's going to step back for until at at least until the end of the year. But like that that I'm 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 worried for him. He is he's, yeah. Other than um, he's taking care of himself though, and that's that's good. Yeah, that's completely important. I mean, other I mean, other than um, who did Legend of Zelda? Do you remember? Uh, that would be Koji Kondo. Yeah. So, I to me, they're almost neck and neck. I will say that I I I do lean more towards Zelda, but um, the first video game that ever made me cry um, was Final Fantasy VII, and it was I. It was not his. His music was so impactful in that game. I know that was one of the biggest reasons why uh, the opening, the the entire video game soundtrack. That was my first time hearing his music, and even hearing his music in Final Fantasy VI and, and the other games, um, seeing what he could do with such a small tool set was right? just amazing. Um, yeah, it, it's just it can't be understated. His his impact on music is was yeah agreed and don't know why I slipped there, but so so I, I I hope that he's able to come back and and keep making music. Um, he's he's actually been doing a lot of stuff with uh, with orchestration and and taking a lot of the the music that he did make with those limitations and basically uh, transferring it to to where it sounds like what I imagine it sounded like in his head. Um, and so, like the with the Final Fantasy orchestral and all that kind of stuff. And so, um, yeah, he's not making nearly as much like new music now. Yeah. But um, but I have just tons of respect for that guy. And and I I'm I'm really glad that Twitter exists because I get to reach out to these people. Like I got to I I got to thank Leonard Nimoy, and I don't know if he ever read it, but I got to thank him for for. The character of Spock and get to and and get to get to say thank you for for what they've done and I've I've been able to reach out to uh, Uematsu and say thank you for all that you did tell him that we played his songs at my wedding and <laughs> it, it's just it's it's just some of the some of the amazing music yeah 
Yeah, so, and so let's uh, let's go a little bit further down with our next topic. Yeah, um, I I hate to say this, but we kind of talked about this before, kind of foreshadowed this before, but yeah. Telltale is shutting down. Um, there was well, a rumor... Has, has shut down, basically. Shut, yeah, well, yeah, they have a skeleton crew go, who is finishing Minecraft story mode, which I know we all wanted in the, for the Netflix uh, crap to fulfill their contract. Um, yeah. But in regards to their, their studio proper, in regards to uh, their video games, uh, Telltale is no more. Um, they will be, you know, that, that crew will be gone shortly. This, this started as a, came out as a rumor and then everyone was like, yeah, that's happening. Uh, multiple, uh, devs on Twitter were confirming it and then they announced, uh, which means that we'll not get a finality, the finality of, uh, The Walking Dead. Uh, which, which kind of blows my mind because, yeah. um, like they, they'd said, you know, this is the final season or whatever, but like the, the last episode launched, uh, Tuesday of last week, I think. Yeah, and and they're they're not going to do episodes uh, four and five, and it's yeah. okay. And we won't get more Wolf Among Us, which was something that I wanted. Um, I know that I may be in the minority on that, but Wolf Among Us and uh, the Game of Thrones um, mm -hmm. uh, Telltale, I really enjoyed. I mean, I know I'm old school. I lo absolutely love. Um, point-and-click adventures. I love branching storylines. Um, yeah. I know that a lot of people trashed uh, their uh, their engine and the I mean the Batman Telltale games. There's so many so many great ones. Um, yeah. I mean we we trashed it, but but it was needed criticism, and yeah. it really pains me that uh, I mean that being said. They've shut down, but that doesn't mean that someone can't sweep in and, and help someone, you know, that if another studio wants to come in and pour in the money and say, no, let's write this ship, that can happen. I kind of hope that it will happen, but it uh, doesn't look like it's going to. I think that it's a niche, it's niche gaming, and I think that uh, Telltale, uh, similar, similar to the Lego games, they both mm -hmm. ran their course. And now we're in a situation where if a Lego game comes out, do we really want it? The, like the Lego Incredibles game. I bought it because I love Lego games and it wasn't very good. There's Lego I'm, I'm gonna buy DC Super Villains. Villains. I'm going to buy the DC Villains game and I, I, for a lot of reasons. One being because I think they have one of the best villains uh, uh, catalogs uh, that there is. Batman's villains are, are just the best and they're the easiest to understand at, at a base level, at a for from a from a child standpoint. Um, yeah. There are some Marvel villains that are just amazing, but um, it's hard to get into like the depth of them, uh, you know, uh, at, for for kids. So yeah, um, I'm gonna get that. I hope it's good. Yeah, one of, one of the things that I, I will say, because because I mean this is kind of our, our chance to wax eloquent on the Telltale series, but like I I feel like that they that they advanced gaming storytelling like their their genre didn't really pick up like they were the only ones really doing that but i think that that uh the experience that a lot of people had with uh with walking dead season one in particular was like was like a really impactful moment and i think that that's something that a lot of people will look back on like your experience with seven mine mine with six some people with uh, with Telltale's Walking Dead season one, or or Metal Gear Solid when it first came out, it was like 
this is what can be done with video games. And I think that I think that they expanded on on the type of stories that can be told in the medium. Yeah, and, and they deserve tons of respect for that. Our main topic this week is the uh, the PlayStation Classic, and we talked about you know the NES Classic and the SNES Classic and how much we love those. Uh, but PlayStation's announced their classic um, to kind of go along for the holiday season. Yeah, um, they. There's a couple of things that, that kind of bother me about this. First off, I know that the PlayStation, like when the PlayStation launched, it didn't have the, the the analog sticks, but those came out before the PlayStation One was done. And that's yeah. true. That's so, true. So the the only five games that they've announced so far out of twenty are Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Jack Flash, Ridge Racer Four, Tekken Three, and Wild Arms. I'm excited about two of those, and you're excited about. How many of those, of those are you excited about? One of them. One of those. Um, Tekken Three is awesome. Tekken Three. I mean, I guess I'll. I guess I'll play Tekken Three. Um, uh, I'm gonna probably do the exact same thing that I did with the NES and the SNES Classic, which is um, which is mod this thing as soon as it's available. Yeah. Um, which I won't have to worry about them. Um, bothering and, and, and taking me offline because I'm never taking, I mean, this thing's not going to be online, so it doesn't matter. Um, the games that I want, that I want on my PlayStation Classic are not on there, um, yeah. which is why I would be doing that. Um, I think that, I think, and them announcing those five games, I think that they did that as a, as a way to get people excited because I feel like if they announced the full list that to some people... Um, it would it would be a lot of noise and maybe one or two things that they really like. So I think that they yeah. thought, well, let's let's announce these big ones here. I would absolutely love if we if we got some some games on there that are, um, I don't know, uh, bigger uh, <laughs> uh, games that I don't I don't know if they'll be on there though. Uh, yeah. Games like uh, like like Resident Evil. Do you put Resident Evil Resident Evil Two on there? Um, I don't. I mean, I would put two, but yeah, I, I think that maybe it's because they've got something else that they're that they're waiting to put out. Uh, I would hope so, but I don't know. It. Yeah, but like, okay, you could you could announce it with five, and then like slide the other fifteen under the radar and be like, and here's the rest of them. So the fact that they've only announced five to anybody. Is, is what makes me really nervous about it. Also, they have Ridge Racer Type 4 on there. You could do Gran Turismo 2 or 3? 2. 3? Two. I don't remember. 2, if I'm not mistaken. But there's a lot of games that are on there that... My, my other problem with this is what games do you put on the PlayStation Classic that you can't get elsewhere? And is that is that is yeah. that a, is that a, a, a sticking point? Is that what they want to focus on? Are they focusing on the the core gamers that are still PlayStation people, or, which I think is more important, are they focusing in on everyone who owned a PlayStation? Nostalgia factor, get them yeah, back and people, playing. People who are not necessarily current on stuff. Yeah, because there's a lot also, of people who bought the NES or SNES Classic that have not played games in 10, 15 years. Yeah. Um, also, they have 20 classic titles, which is less than... 20 was the NES number, right? 27, I believe. 
Okay, so so it's it's fewer games than I know it's fewer games than the than the SNES Classic, and um, it, it comes with two controllers and stuff. But like, I don't. Uh, Thirty. Thirty on the NES. Okay. Yeah. Twenty-seven on the <laughs> SNES. Yeah. Yeah, so so a lot a lot less titles a lot fewer titles yes um, and then they're also charging a full hundred dollars instead of uh, 40 or 60 for the like they did for the Nintendo ones and I'm I like see I, was I, yeah I mean, that's still I don't I don't plan to buy it I'm on the fence with that with that price point um, if there's a big part of me that wants it. Um, I have my NES, my SNES Classic, which um, I I've kind of used those almost like a time capsule. Uh, I, yeah. I have modded those. I put ROMs on there that uh, of games that that I ha- that I own. Nintendo, I own, uh, but I put games on there specifically to say here's an HDMI hookup. They're all it's an all-in-one. There are other ways to do this, but this is as close to as close. I mean, you could get original hardware, um, it, but Obviously, it's a little harder to do. Um, you then also have to get a um, a cart ROM cart that would play off an SD card if you wanted to do something that's all in one like this. But yeah. to me, it's it's very much like a time capsule. I can I can power one of those on, and I go back 25 years and am yeah. playing and playing games that I played, you know, in, in elementary school, uh, and it's it's just amazing. Um, the PlayStation is going to be that exact thing, same thing. It's going to be my middle school, basically, uh, and middle school, yeah, uh, playing Final Fantasy and other games that um, it just really, yeah, really, really, really takes me back. Middle school, high school. Um, I I don't know if I'll get it for a hundred hundred dollars. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I have to see the I, full list. I ended up I ended up playing a bunch of the the Super Nintendo games with with the girls. Like we played the the Kirby's Kirby's Dream Port with the golf one, and we played like uh, we played Street Fighter too because they love Street Fighter and like th- those were fun. I I think that these the the transition to 3D. Uh, I think that's I think those are these are going to be a lot uglier than we remember, and oh, yeah. and I don't. Yeah. And so I think I think that you were talking earlier about the like the 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 people who were into gaming during this time, you know, 1999 or whatever. When when did the PlayStation come out? 96, 97. Okay, um, But yeah, so it's it's going to be it's it's going to be a lot about the people who were who were there for that. And it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. But at a hundred dollars, it's it's not really a it's not really a a an impulse purchase at least at least for me i mean i don't know how our audience feels about a hundred dollar impulse purchases but like yeah so i'm i'm concerned about that 1994 now i didn't have one in 1994 december 3rd 1994 that's japan yeah i was gonna say because like it didn't come out in the u.s until 95 yeah um i i think i got mine in 97 that's what i'm thinking oh no uh us yeah yeah you're right 90 september 1995 i didn't get mine until 1997 and i was in uh i was in middle school um but that that console was was uh was so groundbreaking and the transition to 3d 
yeah, it wasn't as pretty uh, as it could have been. Uh, I think that PlayStation uh, went it all in when it came to the chips uh, on the table and said, "We're gonna we're gonna show how amazing CD technology can make uh, full motion video and yeah. uh, CD quality audio," um, because Nintendo. Uh, because since Nintendo was disillusioned and you, we could go into a whole thing on that on the history between the two of them and what happened there but because Nintendo was disillusioned by CD uh, and disc based uh, systems they went with an N64 N64 I think had a smoother gameplay uh, but you still had those chunky polygons which are which do not date um, do not age as well um, Christian um, uh, was talking to me about uh, one of the one of the fans of our show and also uh, uh, joined us a few times. Uh, he talked about playing Final Fantasy VII and he absolutely hated it. And what he hated about it was the graphics. And I'm and I'm sitting there arguing with him about how amazing Final Fantasy VII is. And all I could say was, yeah, but it was really good then. Like that was really good back in the day. And yeah. he's like, well, they could have done this. I'm like, no, 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 but this was, this was really amazing back in the day. Yeah, it was, it was um, the best thing we'd ever seen. Okay, okay, so, so so, before we move on from this topic, what would be the games that you would want slash need to see if you were going to buy it? Need a second? Um, I got a couple that are popping into my head, and they're not going to be ones that, they're ever, that would ever be on there. And see, that's the thing is, I, I want I want a PlayStation Two Classic, but I wanted to have like uh, Muramasa Blade and Odin Sphere and like like all these all these like weird like <sighs> Atlas stuff. So like, I, a... I would I would buy an Atlas focused PS Two Classic because those games are so weird. So for me, Final Fantasy Seven's on there, so I'm I'm mm -hmm. already set there. And you don't um, you don't have a connection to eight, right? I played eight. I bought eight when it came out. I played it and I did not like it. Uh, I I've, love it. I have the same, and I, I need to. I'm going to go back and play eight. Uh, I said this before on the show. Um, I said the exact same thing about Majora's Mask, and the reason that I didn't like Majora's, I'm uh, sorry, Wind Waker, Majora's Mask, mm -hmm. I didn't like because of the um, uh, because of the time, uh, the time yeah. limit. And it always bothers me when a game does time limits. Um, that's still a, a kind of a sticking point for me. I need to go back and play Majora's Mask. Uh, I still enjoy the. I, I do enjoy the game, but um, I still think I like Ocarina of Time better. But Wind Waker to me, when Wind Waker came out, and I tried to play Wind Waker, and I watched people play Wind Waker, I was so adamant that I'm like, this is this is this is a um, this is just a, a bastardization of what Zelda is. This is this is a, a this is blasphemy. Uh, and that's how I felt when Final Fantasy VIII came out. Now, that being said, I'd only played Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, that's... So, when Final when I started playing Final Fantasy VIII, and remember, this is, this is, this is, uh, at the time, high school Patrick, I guess, I wouldn't have, when did Final Fantasy VIII come out? 98? Uh, yeah, something like that. Okay, so, so, middle school, middle school slash high school Patrick, and the game came out, and immediately I'm like, Where's the materia system? Where are my summons? <laughs> Where are these things that I want? I don't see chocobos. Uh, the the game is not as as lighthearted and fun as it was as as seven. That being said, I hadn't played any of the other Final Fantasy Final Fantasy games. So when 
I went back and played other Final Fantasy games, I realized, oh, every single one is different. Every single one tries to reinvent the wheel uh, in a good way, in a good way, shakes it up. Did you look up the release date? Uh, yeah, February 1999. Okay, so uh, that would have been High School Patrick. Uh, and I was like, mm, don't like it. And uh, I went back and played it again in college. And then I hated... Uh, in college, Patrick was like, Gunblade is stupid, drawing magic is stupid, um, the only thing that I like here is the hot teacher, um, and there were, there, were some, there were some other things that I thought were okay, but that was, that was, it, it, it did not resonate with me for that reason. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox on that. Um, Final Fantasy VII's on there, so that I'm set. Um, the next one that'd have to be on there is Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Which I know I mentioned, but has to be on there, uh, if I was gonna buy it. Um... It really surprised You cut me. out. And as a result... Hold on, you cut out. Um, go ahead. So, um, it, it, it really surprises me that they didn't mention Metal Gear Solid. And that makes me concerned that it's not going to be on there because that's, that's another one of those landmark titles from that era. But I can see Konami being like, no, we don't want to play with you and your games. So... Yeah. Metal Gear Solid, I think, has to be on there uh, for me to buy it. Um, but that's that's this is when I start going into the weird games that I don't think anybody else cares cares about, which is why ROMs are so important yeah. for for history, for preservation, um, and there are games that there's no way it's ever going to come out. But Intelligent Cube is never going to come out. And I, I mention that whenever people talk about the PlayStation 1, because nobody else played this freaking game. And you can yeah. buy one. If you want to go look on eBay, they're like $120 for a copy of the game. Right. Yeah. Uh, so you're not going to play it now either. <laughs> so uh, that's irritating. Um, the other one's Parasite Eve, I think, is, is one oh, of the big God, yes. Parasite yeah. Eve is... I didn't even know you'd played that one. I yeah, love I, Parasite Eve. I played Parasite Eve, and uh, I think we talked about this briefly on the show before, but um, a lot of the ideas for uh, what Final Fantasy VII was... Was it? Yeah, what Final Fantasy VII was originally going to be... Mm -hmm. I may I may get this I may get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was th it was that one. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII's original uh, version, which was going to be on the N64, um, mm -hmm. the storyline and everything that they were working on that uh, they was basically very similar to Parasite Eve. They scrapped it with a new thing, and that studio, the the core the core people that did that, went on and did Parasite Eve with that story because you were going to be in New York. It was going to be like a, a yeah. semi futuristic. Um, they were very inspired by Blade Runner uh, in, mm -hmm. in doing uh, in doing Final Fantasy VII in sixty four. Well, and, and there's also a lot of the 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 body horror elements in there that from and and the 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 questioning of of who am i what am i uh from blade runner so yeah yeah so, what are yeah. some of the others that you do you have any others you'd want to I, 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 I think that's about it for that's me it. are you, are you um, up? cheater i mean crash we already we already have crash crash is a big yeah, one for crash, me crash we're good on um uh, we we're good on it but is I'm fine, but is is are the the people of the world fine without Crash? Um, I think that's one that would be needed. Castlevania would be a really good one. To Symphony of the Night. Yeah, There's a lot, but I think Metal Gear Solid. If Metal Gear Solid isn't on there, I'm going to be completely shocked because that may be one of the most important games of the PlayStation. 
well, one of the other things, and and because like the 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 Nintendo collections have a lot of first party games. Um, most of the games that I can think of from the original Sony PlayStation were third party games, and so I think that it'll be a lot more difficult for them to come up with a, a comprehensive collection that really works. Yeah, so, I mean the we'll Spider Man PlayStation game was amazing in my opinion pun intended and then uh tenchu tenchu was great too i mean there's so many great games on there and they're not first party games um yep so yeah it'd be interesting to see what the list is going to be and how licensing will work in regards to getting those games yeah so that those are our thoughts on playstation classic with the information that we have as of the time of this recording, we, we might have more information later. But let us know in the comments uh, what games you would like on there, and what was your what was your favorite between the N sixty four and the PlayStation during that time? Because I, I feel like that this was this was one of the really fun generations because there was a distinct and drastic difference between the two. So let us know what you think, and we will see you next time.